Please pray with me and for me. Holy One, we need you. We need you on this journey to the cross. And Holy One, you're here. So speak to us. Speak to us about the man on the donkey and give us the courage to follow him even to the cross. And Holy One, may I speak faithfully about this man and about who we are called to be. Amen. So let's talk Mardi Gras. Let's keep it PG, but what does that celebration look like? Bunch of people having fun. Parades, yeah. Lots of people, or is one other? Insanity. Insanity, a little bit of that, yeah. Bands, bands. Bands, yes. A lot of people drinking. That is true. A lot of people are drinking various substances. A lot of people dress up. Dressing up. It's a big old party, huh? Big deal. Friends, Mardi Gras ain't got nothing on the ancient festival of Passover. The population in ancient Jerusalem has ballooned from about 40,000 to potentially or more than 200,000. This is a bigger crowd than all people who would visit Disney World on one day. It's party time. And this crowd was ready to remember, experience, 
the stories that they had heard about since their childhood, about their ancestors' liberation from the oppressive Egyptian empire. And they wanted to believe that this could still happen today. And look, here comes the parade they've all been waiting for. Here comes the party. Everyone wave to Pontius Pilate. The empire and their highly touted representative are here. The grandeur, the war horse, the power, the weapons, all here to remind the crowd that they can have their little party, but don't forget who's really in charge. In other words, the peasants can have their holiday, but they're gonna keep the past stories in the past. There will be no present revolution. Now hold up just a quick second. You didn't come to church today to hear about the Roman Empire, did you? Are you excited to hear about Pilate today? Eh. You were expecting to hear about a different parade, am I right? Right. You were, look, you were like the ancient people who were hoping to find someone who would help usher in liberation. Well, good news. Got another parade going on. This Passover, there were two. But to get to this one, you got to go to the other side of the tracks. And now a crowd was gathering there, too. They were waiting for the coming of the Messiah, the one who will finally liberate them from that horrific Roman Empire, the one who will come in with a sword, already hopefully fresh with the blood of a few Romans, the one who will regain the throne, the one who is going to put the home team back on top. Pilate, he had a decent-sized horse, he had an intimidating chariot, but this Messiah coming in, well, he's going to have the ancient world's versions of secretariat, and his chariot is going to have gold-plated rims. And can you see him? Here he comes. Wait, where is he? Now, a donkey's coming in becoming a little clearer. Why is the prophet Jesus riding a donkey? And come on, have you ever heard anyone say, man, what a gorgeous donkey? There's a reason Disney made Eeyore a donkey. We're not supposed to be impressed by them. And yet here is the parade of the one we've come to see today. And the crowd cries out, Hosanna, Hosanna, save us, please save 
us. It's Palm Sunday, friends. And we have two parades going on. But we can only show up for one. Whose parade are we showing up for? More pointedly, who are we giving our allegiance to? Do we show up for the empire of violence and grandeur? Who love to showcase their power for all to see? Or do we show up for the person from No Good Galilee, the place where allegedly nothing good is supposed to come out of, who comes ambling into town on a donkey, rejects any type of violence, and refuses power at every turn? So do we find security in power? Do we find our fears assuaged by clinging to weapons, with our main concern being just to make sure that we have a bigger stick than the next guy? Do we find comfort in those who welcome and desire and demand praise at their displays of power? Or do we find our security in surrender? Do we find our hope with somebody who tells us to put down our sword? Do we find comfort joining this Messiah on a donkey? Right now across society, 2023, the church is being asked if we are going to continue to align ourselves with an empire that promises safety if we just worship them, an empire that clings to weapons, that are proven methods of death and only provide an illusion of self-preservation, or are we willing to go across town, do something countercultural? and enter into the hope of a nonviolent Messiah whose only weapon is peace. And somehow that's enough to defeat death in one week. We're not just talking about two different parades. We're talking about two different kingdoms. And each kingdom demands allegiance. Now, one has unending resources, immense military power, and man, does that look good. Man, does that feel like we'll be safe there. Because on the other side, we got a man who on the night before his murder decides to wash feet. One kingdom elevates the wealthy against the kingdom that has come to bring good news to the poor. One kingdom is based on hierarchy, believes that peace is kept through force against a kingdom of equity and justice. The empire wants us to believe that they're the only way, that there are no other options. 
And you know what, that's really tempting to think too, because we look around and we say, what else can we do? And yet if we widen our gaze, look around us a little more, Jesus gives an alternative on Palm Sunday. Now showing up to Jesus' parade comes with a cost. Like I said, both parades, both kingdoms demand allegiance. Doesn't matter what empire you're talking about, you could be talking about ancient Egypt, ancient Rome, or any empire today. Not showing up for them can be costly. But Jesus, is, Jesus also warns us that we can gain the whole world but lose our soul. That's right. So friends, here is the truth of Palm Sunday as far as I can see it. If we try to align ourselves with the power that the empire offers, if we try to align ourselves with force, weapons, and violence, we're going to miss the man on the donkey. We can't show up to both. The only way to experience Jesus is to get low on the donkey. Let our feet drag in the dirt with him. Experience the power of surrender. And that weapon, the weapons of violence that we thought we need, we can actually leave those behind and be more whole without them. Now riding that donkey isn't gonna sound very exciting. Getting in the dirt unless you're like three years old doesn't sound like a lot of fun. And frankly, taking this approach got Jesus crucified. Can't deny that, right? And here's what else I've come to believe. If we want to grow into something new, if we want to experience resurrection, gotta let our souls be fertilized in the dirt with Jesus. Empires are gonna use whatever weapon they got. And it's look, gonna look like they won. Good Friday certainly looked like death had won. But when we widen our gaze and join with Jesus at his parade, suddenly we're joining a kingdom that makes the world upside down. And frankly, this kingdom is going to mess with our minds. But good golly, Miss Molly, does it provide the liberation we need. Freedom from trying to prove our worth with grandeur. Deliverance from the idolatry of violence. Liberation from power that we think we need, but when we're released from that, we actually have the power to love more freely. That's the opportunity Holy Week gives us. But we have to be willing to show up to the man who has the audacity to ride a donkey. It's so absurd, I think it's gotta be true. <laughs>
can't make it up otherwise. So as we come to a close, I'd like to read this poem, this uh, Palm Sunday poem from Pastor Steve Garnas Holmes. The king enters the city on his war horse, while across town, love rides a donkey. Guns and towers, vast machines, engines, generals boast a victory over the child, the hard edge over soft flesh. The powerful strut and shamble. Loudspeakers announce their lies. If there are money in darkness, they dismiss the sun. God slips in through the locked gate, the high wall. In their high offices, the light is invisible to them. The judge, the warden, the guards, they believe you're nothing. And you'll never convince them otherwise. But the stars know, the air knows, your peasant heart rides a donkey, small and tender. Honor the royal majesty of the heart that belongs to love. Friends, thanks be to God for the parade of a peasant who rides a donkey. Amen.